What's up, to... Fred? Oh my gosh. Sorry. You know, the fact that I don't see one video makes it a little hard I know. to know to shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's a podcast. This should be the intro. All right. <laughs> take it from the top. Yep. Here we go. What's up, Trade Crew? Dennis here with HVAC R&D, along with Ryden and a uh, little guest you just heard there. If you've listened to our podcast, you might know who that is. We are powered by Keystone Sales and Associates. They are your premier PHVAC manufacturers rep in the Mid-Atlantic. We have tons of products over here at Keystone from, we rep from South Carolina all the way up. So east, down, and bound. Um, yeah, we got a guest on. I'm in a hotel, so sorry for the echo if there is one. I am looking at the beach, but it's 46 degrees, so don't, uh, don't envy me. So without further ado, let's get it going. Yeah, come on. So what's up, trade crew? Welcome back, as Dennis said, to another episode of HVAC R&D, also brought to you by our platinum sponsor, One Thing Marketing. I think you've heard of that place before. You might hear of it again here in a little bit. I'm not sure. But as always, how much are you loving HVAC R&D these days? Whatever streaming platform you're listening to us on, whether it be Pandora, Spotify, iHeart, Apple Music, please follow us, like us, leave us a review, Share us with your trade crew. I want to know who is the one person that gave us a one on Apple Music. This is the only one-star review we have anywhere. We're five stars everywhere else. So who did we piss off? Trying to figure really? that out. Yeah. Saw that the other day. I was like, wow, really? Who did? <laughs> and I can't figure out what episode they didn't like either. But I mean, that's oh well. not bad. Like no, what, I mean, that's two pretty, and a half years in. That's pretty solid. If you're interested in being a sponsor being a single one-time one-off show sponsor or just working with us in general please contact us through our website hvacrnd.com brought to you by our friends at one thing marketing we put all that together so check out their cool work think about giving them a phone call maybe they can help you with your website you never know the social stats continue to climb instagram's growing tiktok is almost to 450 so it's picked up another 20 something in a week trade hounds is cooking right along i know they've updated that app so there's a little bit of new functionality there which is pretty nice so please make sure to follow us on social media you can find us on instagram and tiktok at hvac.rnd you can also find us on linkedin trade hounds and facebook as the hvac rnd podcast for any other information please check out the website hvacrnd.com join the mailing list check out the vendor hub as well as the merch site any other info well 
you still got to go back to the website because the link tree and the bios are done, everybody. So again, go check out HVACRD.com. But shameless self-promotion over. It is time to welcome back a very dear friend of ours. She has been all over the map here recently. She's not been on our show in the last little bit, but she has been making her rounds onto a lot of different podcasts I've never heard of before, which is good for her and for the rest of the podcast community. So welcome back our very good friend, the one and only Miss Queen, Brittany Murphy from One Thing Marketing. Thanks for having me back. What's up? Yeah. Thanks well, for coming on. Yeah, what, what uh, Ryan's not telling you is apparently I wasn't as good on my other podcasts when I was on HVAC R&D. So I was told to go out, practice, get better, and then I would be invited <laughs> back on. Right? Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I swear that was not what we said. Well, Even I mean, Cody I still disagrees. Well, apparently I still suck because I talked right over Dennis's intro. So, you know. You were just no. excited. I was. Were, she was. <laughs> Boom. Like a little, like, like a bottle rocket there. Ready to go. No, that was a great intro. I love that. Um, Yeah, you've been a little world traveler, right? Yes. I got married this year and went to Europe and never wanted to come back from my honeymoon. Man. So. Everybody asked see on instagram go to italy places like that i'm like wow dude wow. i didn't want to come home from italy when i went no, years ago it's just totally different totally different well and i have the i guess the slickest trick of all is i married a hungarian so hungary <laughs> is only a short four-hour drive through the beautiful alps to get to yes. italy wow so, kind of like going from Kentucky to Chicago. It is a short drive, but instead of driving through plain ass Indiana and Illinois into nothing. <laughs> oh, the poor flyover states. The, the poor, yes, the poor flyover states. I got to drive through the Dolomites and the Appalachians, or not the Appalachians, the, the Alps. The Alps. <laughs> uh, a lot of different yep. mountains. Hey, and you know what? Those Appalachians are beautiful. They I just are. Have to say that. <laughs> they are. Not, not as big, I think, maybe in comparison to the snowy Alps that I saw over there, but still very gorgeous. And did a nice little uh, tour to Italy for the honeymoon until we went back to Hungary to fly back out. Now, what's, uh, yeah, I was going to say, stuff. I can't wait to ask everywhere you went. Now, were you on northeastern side of Italy or north? I guess you, you have more northeastern side, I would think. Yeah. So when we started through, uh, like, I mean, we drove through Austria to get to the Dolomites and then basically kind of landed at Lake Garda, I would say, is one of the first places that maybe some people have heard of um absolutely gorgeous most places what we did is we decided to stay one and max two nights at a lot of just the smaller cities and mm. i mean when i say smaller like lake como was one of them we spent two oh, nights it was gorgeous well i'm gonna sound like such a snob after saying this but lake como has shit compared to lake garda really yes i know that who was it Tom Cruise or one of the very... Everybody's got something there. Everybody so like, has a home, yeah. So, you know, they all have homes in Lake Como. 
Lake Garda just had like the beautiful views you were actually expecting to see. I mean, cleaner as well, <laughs> which I mean, not wow. that most of the places in Europe are really that bad, but I mean, just completely changed as far as gorgeous with it. So uh, hit all the places, Verona, Lake Garda, uh, went all the way down to Pisa, Florence, Italy, and then back up to Venice before we made our trip back to Hungary. And it was, I would say Florence was my favorite, but we did spend about three or four nights there because I it was do my hear husband's that birthday. A lot. Florence. Yeah. And we actually got to stay on an agricultural farm that uh, is for hospitality. And apparently that's something Italy did decades ago was they gave grants out to farms to get more into agriculturism and tourism. And they it basically beautiful farm had tons of olive trees on it. They had animals, but it was like hotel, a hotel style with a restaurant, a pool. I mean, just amenities galore to kind of do and walk around with. And it was like, yep, this is where I could live. I could sell everything <laughs> by farmland <laughs> in Italy and just have agro tourism on my property and just do that. I mean, it, it seemed like the life as far as while we were there and just Everybody seems a little bit happier when they work somewhere. So, like okay, there. so I was about to say, like when I when I follow people outside of the United States in areas like that, it just seems like they got their shit together, their life. They seem happy. When my son went to uh, Dublin, he's like, "God, everybody's just so happy here." Like you can tell they're not, you know, millionaires, right? They're just happy. They're just living life crushing it i don't know if you saw that but it is except when you go into yeah except yeah. italian restaurants those guys hate your guts <laughs> <laughs> i still remember how to order water though well now we got because i would, I would always it. order the aqua naturale senza gas <laughs> oh wow yes. you can't just say water no. nope no. well if you just say water you're gonna get sparkling water yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, because that's like the okay. go-to. Um, now, when you were in Florence, where all did you get to go? Like, did you go to the cathedral? Did you go to the Uffizi? Or did you have time to do that? So we went in one day to kind of go over, and I'm forgetting the name of it now, but the, the famous bridge in Florence mm -hmm. that goes into all of the museums, cathedrals. So we went into a few. However, um, I'm not the best planner when it comes to vacations. I really just kind of want to relax on it, which... Thinking ahead would probably have allowed me to relax more, but I didn't realize that they would have hours upon hours of oh, lines yeah. for some of these things. And although we bought the, uh, you know, Florenze pass to get through and knock out, you know, like the quick ticket at Disney to get through quicker. Like we had right. that. There was one of the places with the statue of David in it and we mm -hmm. were going to be there for three days. We thought we were fine. And she was like, we're booked out for two weeks. And I was like, holy <laughs> shit. And I was like, well, I guess we just got to stay till we see this because I'm not leaving till I see it. <laughs> yep. Add, add on to the trip. <laughs> yes. So it was culturally always beautiful. We don't have anything like this in America. And I think no, that's kind of the sad don't. part is, you know, it's just the beauty of everything you see over there. You're like, I'm just so jealous. Why, why can't we have this type of architecture versus straight box buildings <laughs> and no detail at all? No, you're right. I mean, I it was built that. in a different time. It was built when it was about craftsmanship and doing things the right way instead of quite literally, you know, get it done as fast as possible, cheap as possible. Go, 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 go. Oh, so yeah, it depends trying to build on the era. 
Yeah, it depends yeah. on the era here in the in the states. Like, yep. There's obviously some structures here that kind of hold up to that, but it's got to be way back. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's can't be in the eighties. <laughs> No, more like the 17 or 1880s. I think because our attention spans got shorter, so did the time we were willing to wait for these buildings to be done. Because, yeah, yeah, you you see the amazing paintings, and they're like, this took them 18 months to paint this one mural. I'm like, holy shit. Like, so how many other slaves were working to build this building while one poor worker was just painting? Day in and day out, 12-hour days. Yep. All right. Well, we got to get, we can't catch up too much further without getting some, uh, some, uh, some brews cracked here or poured or corks popped, whatever we may have. Brittany, you're first. You're the guest. Well, I am being fancy today and I'm having Chateau Tour de Bonnet. Oh, wow. Beautiful Sauvignon Blanc from the Grand Vigne de Bordeaux in Italy. So I'm trying to relive the fact of I'm not there, if you couldn't tell. (laughs) Um, But it doesn't count that this uh, was imported in Connecticut. So just don't read that part of the bottle. But I've been given this bottle. It has to get here somehow. True. But I would love a sommelier from Italy to hand this to me personally. (laughs) So how's the the brews stack up? The wine, did you kind of, could you tell a difference? Or did you not care? Oh, my wallet Don't, felt the difference. Say, that's not the Delta lie. Even the house wines are so much better. So. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. You the I mean, the house wine, $4 and you'd get the whole bottle. I mean, I was like, so inflation hasn't hit here yet. Oh, Great. <laughs> not for wine. <laughs> yes. Although you go to some places and yeah, I mean, to be honest, that little agro uh, tourism spot we stayed at, their bottles were expensive, but it was also ones that they did in their own vineyards, which is really cool. So I'm a-okay with paying more for me to literally watch you as I'm at the pool, gather the grapes that you're about to make the wine I'm buying and getting drunk off of it. $4? What'd you say? $4? Yeah, at restaurants. I mean, this place, it was like 20 bucks a bottle, but it was delicious. And I was like, well, this would probably be like 20, 30 bucks back home, the same, but you know, I guess the scenery and the view and the feeling I have while drinking this beautiful wine while here kind of covers up for it. But I can't tell a huge difference on them, but I did notice that I could always order wine while we were out and it would not break the check <laughs> as far as nice. ooh, $100 every time we went out. <laughs> it's not like that as if it is here after, you know, if you both have two drinks, the bill's already over hundred bucks. Oh, oh yeah. Serious. Oh man, I run. Yeah, we run up some. You go downtown or somewhere in Charlotte, you start drinking a little bit, you're gonna run up a tab real quick. Real quick. All right, Ryden, what you got? So, again, since I've recently been called out. Yes, you have been. I am. <laughs> I, I'm doing better. So, <laughs> this one was perfect because of uh, the label. So, it is from. Cabarrus Brewing. It is their Irish Cream Coffee Blonde. Mm-mm. And so that Zach will be very enthused, I'll read the bottle. Well, excuse me, the can. Top of the morning to you, or afternoon, <laughs> evening, whenever. This delicious blonde ale will lift your spirits as you enjoy a light bodied brew with a subtle, sweet taste of Irish cream. 
4.7%. Sounds like a soda. It does. Oh, it smells good. That sounds like top of the morning. I can't believe you picked that, Ryden. It's not bad at all. So me and Ryden don't, we don't, we don't tell each other what we're going to drink. What are you, what are you pouring that in? Is oh, that I'm wine? pouring my wine oh, bottle. Geez. Sorry. I, <laughs> I was about it to took say me for a long time to get this thing popped. So. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I can't hold do, it do, you feel, do you feel better, Ridona? <laughs> oh, oh man. That was, hold it. man. Brittany's <laughs> crushing it. She's crushing it. I'm trying to make such up. such a good sound effect, too. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, like I said, me and Ryan don't ever tell each other what we're going to drink. I am in Wilmington, North Carolina, and I have an Orange Crush Kolsch Ale. Oh. 4.8%, crisp and refreshing, hints of vanilla, and beach life is what it says. Kolsch Crush, orange and vanilla. It's pretty close to what you got, right? Wow, that smells like an orange Fanta. Mm. It does. Let's see what we got here. Oh wow, that is an orange crush, legit. <laughs> an alcoholic orange crush. Holy smokes! May have to grab a four pack of these on the way out tomorrow. Yeah, I mean this time of year, I don't know. Anybody else? I mean, I'm craving uh, bourbon, whiskey. I don't know. It's I time of year. I don't was, crave beer. I was going to say, I didn't know there was a time we didn't crave bourbon or whiskey. What'd you drink last there. time, Brittany? What'd you. Last time I had one of those cans that you all are keeping. Oh, that's uh, right. Preserved perfectly. <laughs> And it was like a margarita mixture in it, but it had a picture from my engagement photo shoot oh, that they yeah, had put yeah. on the front. I remember you sending us pictures of it. Old fashioned? No, it no, was. That's uh, what we got. Yeah, that's it was like got. a orange uh, margarita of some mixture. It was delicious. Oh, that's right. It was also glad I only had one of those at hand because I might have crushed a few more and the podcast <laughs> would have gone to hell afterwards. Oh, it would have been a great show. Yep. Yeah. Like, hey, Listen we, here, everybody. Here's what you're doing wrong. Here's what Let you're doing. Let me tell you. <laughs> well, that's what you're on here to do anyway. Exactly. And that's yes. why my 13% alcohol, so I will not let this shit go any further. Nothing's getting <laughs> derailed. No. Exactly. All right. So I've been seeing you. So give us a little, tell everybody about your little podcast journey you've been recently. I've been watching some of you uh some of your stuff in front of a mic on instagram just tell us what you've been getting into like what you're starting to dabble with yeah and i want to give some kudos before i do forget is that i'm finally using these podcasts for my own marketing on social media such as what you all do so trying to learn from the best although as a marketer i should have already been telling you to do these things right it's hard to do these things for yourself. And as a marketer, I 100% understand it. We are the shoe cobbler's kids when it comes down to it. Um, mm -hmm. So what my marketing journey has been, you know, last time I was on here, specifically talked about how we focus on the trades solely. So 
no matter where they are located in the U.S., if they are a contractor, if they're working with homeowners, I want to work with them. What that means is local marketing for us, which were, you know, obviously you rank, you're in your city. I can't have 18 contractors in the HVAC just in my city. They would be going against one another and that wouldn't be helpful for us either. So we decided that podcasting was a great way to educate people, hopefully stop them before they maybe make a bad decision or if they're frozen, not sure what to do, kind of help push and nudge with education on what would be a good thing for them to do with their business to help grow it. So I have been uh, whoring myself out as a way I'll <laughs> phrase it, reaching out to tons of podcasts that are industry related to basically say, hey, I see a content gap. I see that you are talking to plumbers, electricians, HVAC, roofing, but you don't mention how they can grow their business when it comes to marketing or their website, their SEO, their Google ads, you know, Google reviews. There's a million things I could discuss that would be beneficial for your guys. And that's exactly what I have been doing is reaching out and telling them what I see that they're not talking about. And because I'm bringing information to them that they have not given their listeners just yet, they're very open to allowing me to come on and give me my two cents about what I know the last decade I've been in business doing this. So it has been very helpful and a nice way to practice being better for HVAC R&D is by going out to these other podcasts and, you know, messing up, fumbling over words, you know, and then hopefully coming back and getting my chance to, you know, to show, shine really on here on your show. Um, but it's just, it's really been a great way. I've met a lot of uh, very fun people just like yourself that, you know, are host and they have uh, reliable fan base that listens to them and trusts them. And so it's been really fun of, you know, I am getting people reaching out saying, Hey, I heard you on HVAC R&D. I loved what you had to say. You know, no one's been as truthful and as blunt as you have, Brittany. You know, I drop the F-bomb a lot and I'm not really apologetic (laughs) about it sometimes, depending on how passionate I am on what we're talking about. And it's really nice to kind of see that, you know, there are other people out there that appreciate that type of conversation, much like yourselves. Well, and you have to, I think, I think for us, you know, one of the most important things we've always tried to do is just be ourselves on here. I don't want to be a different character because I have to go and show up to work tomorrow, do the same job I talk about doing on here and be myself. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we, we appreciate that from your standpoint, not, not only because you've done so much to help us, um, but because for lack of a better way of saying it, there are so many marketing people out there that are just regurgitating the same thing over and over and over. And, oh, you're going to be a number one Google rank if you spend your $3,500 with me, guaranteed. And this, mm-hmm. this, this. And there's so much just fluff and bullshit. bullshit. <laughs> Get it. Yes. There she is. Bullshit. That's why we bring so her on the bullshit. show, right That's there. It. That's it. Because she's <laughs> going to tell you the truth. And you may not like it. You may not want to hear it. But yep. she's going to tell you the things that you need to hear. You know, and I've had some of the conversations when I was trying to figure out ways to do things, even like title our show. You know, some of the things that I've done in our show title recently and changes because of conversations I've had with Brittany about, well, why don't you try this and see what it does? Um, you know, and it's we've had some shows where it's it's helped and some shows it's been about the same but we've kind of got to let it, you've got a lot of these things and Brittany will tell you this too with marketing. You got to have it in practice. You can't just do it 
once or for two months and they think it's going to change your whole business immediately because it doesn't work that way. You have to put the time and effort into the marketing side of your business and your budget every year and plan for it and do those things. It's Preach. not just going to happen overnight. Preach, brother. <laughs> um, but that's and that's why we you know we wanted her back on the show. She wanted to come and kind of discuss some. I guess we'll call it. You know, we said last week. You know, it was part one of kind of this end of year series where we're talking about different things. So really, you know, for Brittany, you know, part two for our series here is, you know, an end of year marketing discussion, which. I feel we'll kind of flow in and out of that and catching up and everything else kind of as we get into it. But, you know, as we go, you know, let's talk about what were some things that you thought worked well in 2023? You know, what goals did you hit? Where'd you not hit wins and losses and kind of what these guys should look at to review and on their own for how they performed in 2023. And what are some things to help set them up for a better marketing year in 24? And, you know, the number one thing is to, reach out to Brittany and set up a meeting. It's going to be the first thing you can do to get ready for 2024. But, you know, listen to, to all the things that she's going to throw at you in this episode. And you're probably going to have to listen to it more than once because she's going to start throwing nuggets at people. Um, so just listen. Plus, I'm a very fast talker, unfortunately. Right. And wine only speeds this bad boy up. <laughs> <laughs> we wind so, well, her up. I was going to say, so do you see... Um, our industry, trades industry, how fast do you see them changing on the marketing side? Are they just as fast as we're seeing it on the technical side? I mean, marketing, it, it seems to be a lot to take in now with social media and all that. Yeah, and as far as local businesses kind of making those moves, what I've noticed is it will 100% depend on the age of the owner and the person making the decisions. Uh, right. I have kind of figured out, and this is very rough, but usually 40 and under, they'll make moves quickly because they understand that they need to be dynamic and they need to always be marketing because what worked in the past is not guaranteed to work now. So although word of mouth referrals was always the way that their father built the business, people don't give a shit now. Well, so, that's, so that still works. Yes. But... Right. It's the but, but in addition part. to that, right. yes. Yep. And that's, we can't rely on that solely, is kind of where I come with my marketing hat of it, of don't lose the aspect of building the freest source of marketing possible. Never pass that up. Right. But people nowadays, they might get those referrals from their friends. They're still going to go to the internet to find people to compare you to or just look you up and stalk you and do some research. Of, I okay, feel like well, the stalking is like, that's going to happen, period. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's right. kind of why, you know, when I talk about marketing and your online visibility and your branding, that's why it's important. Because even if someone saw a yard sign, a flyer, your truck, or a friend or a neighbor referred you to them, they are still going to go to the internet because they know they can find out everything about you at just their fingertips. And why would we not want to find that information out to make sure that what we're spending couple thousand dollars on when it's a new furnace in AC unit, you know, we don't make these decisions lightly. And that's where you have to make sure what you're coming off as sounds good. Even I joke, I can be too blunt. My conversation and the cuss words I throw in randomly don't always seem great and professional and businesslike or ladylike. However, <laughs> I know I'm speaking to my audience and I'm speaking to them in the way I would speak to them as if they were a business owner 
not doing well in my office, which I have done very recently. I have no problems being that blunt person and helping you make decisions to move as quickly as you're ready to move with. But that's just kind of, I guess, a bird's eye view of what I'm seeing more is, you know, the younger, we're a little bit more nimble. The older, we kind of get a little bit more locked into the ways of, well, you know, we tried that a couple of years ago and it didn't work. And that's always a hard conversation to go around because I don't know who you used. I don't know if it was your cousin, <laughs> Nelly, who just graduated college. Nelly, you know? I like Nelly. It was a good album. Yeah. Or is it <laughs> a paid professional that you should have been getting a good ROI off of? Like, I just don't know where you came from. So like, I get it, but like, it could have been shit before. I don't fucking know. So <laughs> you either try it or you don't, or we find other alternates that would work around it, trying to accomplish the same thing. So, um, I think the business owner is getting a lot more educated overall, which is a win from 10 years ago when I started talking about anything marketing, I walked into businesses selling SEO and they thought I was saying, do you want to be a CEO? <laughs> And you're like, like, yes, I do. Where do I start? Yeah, absolutely. Yep. I could, I could probably run this business better. I have a lot of great ideas and they're like, what's SEO? Like what's CEO? You know? So it has been obviously a 360 from just back then, no one understanding what it was to now I have businesses that are calling, reaching out saying, I need to rank on Google. What do I need to do? What's the game plan? How do I show up more? How do I get more leads? And it's nice to know that after a decade, even in my town, everybody here knows exactly what this is and they want to utilize it, but it's just, it gets a bit harder just based on industry, where you're located, what thing to jump right. in first. And I think that's, what's changing the most, what we're seeing right now with marketing. Now, you know, you talk about everybody's obsessed with being number one on Google. What are some other things that they potentially might want to focus on more of outside of trying to rank on Google? Is it smarter for them to try to build social media base or does a lot of that depend on if it's a downtown big city contractor versus a smaller rural contractor? You know, are they using, you know, utilizing other types of strategies like next door and some other different things like that? What's kind of your thoughts there? Yeah. I mean, if it's, we're trying to build something that's going to work better for you, what I'm seeing a lot of guys do better is they're focusing on building their reviews for their business. And I cannot stress enough how freaking important that is. Nobody. And I mean, nobody, unless you are the cheapest guy in the block, but will still do a quality job. No one wants to call a 3.5 star business. No. No one wants to go to a 3.5 brewery, <laughs> you know, why right. would you want someone to come into your home that's subpar? Um, so what I've been working with my clients and a lot of my contractors are doing an amazing job of is they've understand after Brittany relentlessly bitching to them about it, you have got to get as many reviews as possible for your business. And obviously, you know, one stars are okay when they happen. I'm sorry you all got that one in your Apple store. We'll hunt the person just, down who did happens. it. it or happens, come, come oh, at me I'm in driving. the comments and I'm I'll driving. talk it out. I'm driving. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, let us know what the hell went wrong so these guys can fix it, you know. But regardless, that one star shows that you are normal now. You have haters. You are big <laughs> enough to have haters is how I'm going to view oh, that. The haters, the haters have always been there. I was going to say, no, no, actually, <laughs> no. The bigger you get, the more haters there is. And I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Look, I, I mean, you know, 
It is what it is. Haters That's the world hate. we live in. Well, well finally, the first hate. troll has come in out from under the bridge and has found <laughs> you all is what this is. You know, <laughs> and going back to the business side of it, you know, getting low reviews are not the end of the world, but it's something obviously you want to get as many as possible good ones to combat it. But also, as I said, even if my neighbor who I've known for the eight years I've lived here had his HVAC completely replaced and he said, oh my God, you know, this guy, Rick with Rick HVAC did amazing. If yours ever goes out, like I would wholeheartedly recommend him. He had the best pricing when I had 10 companies come out here and you know, he did it on time. He did it even quicker. They left no trace of themselves anywhere. They put little booties on their feet. I mean, just went above and beyond of how amazing they were. He could tell me about Rick's company. As we talked about previously, I'm still going to go stalk Rick on the internet to make sure that this wasn't just like a one-time thing or was my neighbor's standards as high as they should be, as high as mine are going to be to say, okay, well, yeah, they put in the little booties, but they did walk in my muddy backyard and then put the same muddy booties on when they came into the house. So like, you know, there's differences and expectations, but because they gave me that I'm now looking them up. So now Rick's on my radar. And if I see that Rick is a 3.5, maybe you don't want to use Rick. You know, Rick's not as slick as we thought he was. Well, and so, it's interesting. Sorry. Go I ahead. Cut you off on that one, but it, it's interesting. You say that. So I had a plumber come out to the house last week and he did a great job. He was very nice. He was very friendly. He did everything, you know, explained everything to me. And obviously I'm a trades guy. I'm not going to get in your way. I'm not going to stand over your shoulder. Just let me know what's going on. You know, if you're getting ready to make a bunch of noise, I'll go outside. If I got to make a phone call, whatever, you know, mm -hmm. just keep me in the loop, you know, other than that, do your thing. Um, you know, he had a young apprentice with him, you know, booties on the whole time, did everything right. But, you know, afterwards, the reason I, I found out about him was the maintenance guy that works um, where my wife does recommended him to us because I spent all my time calling on heating and air guys. I don't know a ton of plumbers one-on-one. -on -one. So, you know, I wanted a good word of mouth recommendation for some guys that were close to us since we moved a little bit further away from where we were before as well. And, you know, once he was here, you know, he's the company name is great. He's got a lot of things going for him, but he has no website, no social presence, nothing. And I was like, man, I hate to say it, but it's like, I know word of mouth helps, but I feel like he's another one that needs to be on the radar even for something because I think he has a lot of potential, but you know, and then some people just want to be themselves and one other person and that's it. They could care less if they get bigger, mm -hmm. but you know, I'm even, you know, when I went and looked at that, I said, well, you know, maybe he's just not even thought about this or, you know, he got into it and no one's no one that he had worked with in the past ever did any kind of additional web development or whatever. So he's not even thinking about that as being something to help take his business to the next level. You know, it's how do you break into those guys as well? Yeah. And it's so difficult because when you're starting off, you want to start obviously small with budget and time that you spend on marketing because you're most likely working within the business versus on the business. That's just Good how it e always myth quote there. Good job. Yeah. I mean, that's just how it always utilizes it. So the more tools and the more resources you can put with you, the more you're able to grow, expand, and obviously kind of capture more things to do more leads. I mean, just all the growth that kind of comes with it. it it's hard. The only way I've kind of seen is, usually what happens 
is that contractor notices that a guy he grew up with or a guy that also quit the company the same time he did went off on his own or a friend of a friend he know went off on his own and you know maybe different industry but similar concept of what he's doing is killing it like not working full at full full time anymore because he has the staff that is basically running his business and he's able to work less hours and still make more money because he's building building an empire basically for his company and usually those guys are the ones that started outsourcing as many things as possible to take it off their list that they knew they weren't good at i mean that's why homeowners obviously call everybody in the trades they don't know what a a lot of times what anything is in their homes. Right. You know, where's the main shelf valve <laughs> right. for the plumbing? I have no clue, you know, you know, and homeowners are getting younger and younger and these aren't things we were ever taught, unfortunately. So unless your dad was in the trades like mine, who was a pipe fitter came in and said, Brittany, this is the main shutoff valve. If anything happens, you go to this valve. And of course I played a joke on him one day and turned it off while he was in the bathroom. He was like, something's wrong with your plumbing. <laughs> I was like, really weird i said oh so that, that lever i shouldn't have turned <laughs> oh i can't wait to pull that on the old cajun joe there you uh, go so growing up when we would have 12 of us at the house you know dad would put everybody on a timer in the shower oh my god and if you pass the timer he wouldn't shut the hot water off Mm-hmm. <laughs> i know where the breaker is for that tankless hot water heater pops yep come on over <laughs> what, what was the timer set out in your family? Because you should do definitely that time cut in half. It was usually like six five minutes. minutes. Six, yeah. It's like five to six minutes. He's like, yeah, you've been in there long enough. <laughs> yeah, I think our dads are very common, and that's probably why I fought so much with my father. <laughs> I was always running the, the water bill up and the electricity bill, the hot, long showers I would take. He loved when he sent me off to college because basically my tuition was paying for the endless hot water supply I was using for my 30 minute showers out there, which is great. I loved it, but yep, (laughs) you live and you learn. So yeah, I mean, kind of going back to what you said, it all kind of comes down to how much you think you can offload to scale your time the best. So yeah, I mean, you, you mentioned one of the best books that talks about it. And I mean, even like the four hour work week, it's all about putting systems and processes in place to allow yourself to step back as much as possible. Um, so that's kind of what I'm seeing is those guys are doing things like that. You know, they're, they're getting, I mean, even this, it's free 99 to get a review on your Google business listing. And I'll repeat that free 99, not three 99, free 99. That's my wine talking right now. I like yep. the free 99. Free 99. I, I don't think I've heard that. That's Oh, wow. I grew up with that phrase. So I guess to, that's a little more of a Northern. It's a Britneyism. It's a Britneyism. Yeah. It is a Britneyism. Yeah. <laughs> I use it a lot. I yeah. And that's that. kind of where it, it's all time. It's all you putting a process in place, being consistent with it and putting the time to make sure that happens. So like new businesses focusing on getting as many reviews as possible and responding to those reviews. It is just time. It is not even expenses. Those are things that are helping grow the business. And, you know, to touch back on actually a nice little circle of how all these things relate, I mentioned that now me doing podcast is allowing me to create marketing repurposed for the sole purpose of boosting my business. I am sharing clips and reels of little segments of where I answered a question and, you know, maybe I got a little sassy with it. So I'm just, you know, getting the, <laughs> the shock factor out of that one, you know, where I dropped the F bomb <laughs> yeah. in the middle of saying like, it, it's your fucking responsibility to get reviews, you know, like I'm getting those little short clips, putting that on there because I'm also trying to target people who are attracted to the personality type that I am, but also what my company is trying to do. Like we're obviously not assholes, but we're trying to do as best by you as possible. And sometimes you need to be kicked in the butt to do the right thing. 
and have someone push you, you know, just like your dad pushed you with that five minute timer to get in and out of that shower. I'm pushing you with the timer to make sure you're doing the things you need to do for your business to help it grow. Um, so like reviews are definitely one. And I've seen a lot of guys that are smaller, but they're doing an amazing job of incorporating a good like CRM system where they're saving all of their clients information and they're doing a really good follow-up process after that client has been finished out. So whether that is asking for reviews, if that's following up with other offers and resources. <laughs> yeah. I was yeah. going to say there's, there's, yeah, that one. There's yeah. There's so much, right there's, now. there's so much out there that these guys can use. Um, like that to follow up. Right. Like, yep. And but those are you, just like simple processes every business has. It's not just trades related. And I think that's kind of the hard part is, you know, B2C businesses and, you know, huge B2B businesses have been doing all these things for years. And it's like, well, we've kind of been on paper the whole time. It's not really been a big deal. But I think now people are starting to realize the lifetime value of a client. And we don't want to lose that. We worked hard enough to get them once. And we did a, an amazing job to go above and beyond to give them exceptional support, products, services, whatever it may be, why the hell do we not want them calling us back after that? Well, yeah. I think, I think one thing that we, <laughs> so, uh, well, one thing, one, yeah. thing, one yeah. thing marketing that we see over here is on the trade side, we go to the house, you know, somebody called in, something's broke. We go to the, send the tech out there. They fix it. It's good. Here's the bill. They leave. But, you know, that homeowner that night goes online and orders some DoorDash, right? Food comes to the house. It's dropped at the door. I'm, I'm just going to be honest. A lot of homeowners, they don't like a lot of contact now. It's mm -hmm. just where we're at, right? They open the door. They get the food. They immediately look at their phone like, all right, here we go. Okay, now I got, you know, I got to put a star on here. Five stars. Good to go. Um that's where we're at in the trade industry, right? Like you got to mm -hmm. take advantage of that. That's where we're at. That's, that's where the homeowner, that's mentally, that's where they're at. Right. Maybe, maybe not. No, absolutely. And, and the thing I like to joke about it is I know it feels like pulling teeth to get reviews, but that's a way different feeling, especially if you can, Hey, maybe talk to them in person. We're a small, small local business trying to grow and we love clients like you. And the best way for us to find more people like you is when you speak out about how we did for you, you know, yep. would you please leave us a review if we that's give you exceptional service? Yeah, that's after a very this. good way to put it. I like it. Yeah, of course. I'm a marketer. I'm amazing. Of course. Of course. <laughs> but mean, like, uh, geez, but like the joke behind it is that's a completely <laughs> different thing than like the tip screen after you've completed service. Like people will want to throw that tip screen at you. Oh, like I hate, you know, it's getting higher. I do. It's getting higher. It's like getting... minimum. Minimum is like 18. And I'm like, they're trying to creep it up. Wait, yep. wait, 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 whoa, wait a minute. Like yeah. I only saw her like twice in two hours. Like, is there any other choice? On here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, so you I mean, know what I mean though? They, they throw it at you like that. Like, absolutely. oh, here you go. Well, and yeah. now half of every restaurant's got the little thing on the desk and you still have to do all the rest of their work for them. It's like, no, bring me the receipt and you go check it out and bring it back. Yes. Um, and, and tell me, yeah. thank you so much for coming in today. So I can say yeah. you're welcome. And sign your <laughs> exactly. name and put a little heart on there or something. Yeah. Draw it's a like, smiley face. Because every, every time I get to like the tip screen on that, that little electronic thing, I'm just like, you're going to slide a little bit to the left now because I'm doing your job. Yeah. And, <laughs> and that's, 
<laughs> and that's kind of the joke I'm trying to make with this. We're all so done with the tip screen. But you'll always leave the star rating. Like that doesn't feel as intrusive because it's not requiring more of you monetarily. All it is is you kind of feel like you're doing a good deed if they were good. And you feel right. like you're uh, being a Karen if they did not do a good job. I feel like if they, if they were okay, you're getting five, right? Like it, unless there was a huge red flag on, on the star screen, I, I'm with you there. I think I feel like you're going to get a five there. Yeah. And that's yeah. why I say you should ask in person because there is a psychological study that one day I will find again after I read it years ago that says as long as you are asking in person to if I do an exceptional job for you, would you be willing to leave me a review afterwards? When you ask in person, everyone gets that guilt sense in their oh, brain. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That says, yeah, sure, I can do that. You know, because you ask very simply. No one says, no, if you do, if you go above and beyond, I'm not doing shit for you, man. Nobody says that. They always say, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, when you follow up on their commitment, they feel obligated to fulfill <laughs> Yep. that commitment and a given you fulfilled yours. So, so this is why don't feel, you don't need to feel fucking guilty for asking them. There this is, is a method to, to the madness, right? Yeah, Absolutely. We're, we're sheeple. Like we know how we do. <laughs> we know how we are right. Well, marketing people do. Um, yes. We, we know all the psychological trips and ticks with it. And that's kind of why, like you just need to feed on it. People will say yes. And then when they follow, get followed up with, they're more likely to actually follow through with that task. And that's why you have to have a follow-up process system there. You asking once afterwards, most likely not going to do it nope. eight, eight out of 10 times. You know, let's be honest. Like there might be a few people that would do it the very first ask. There's going to be a few more that'll do it the second ask. You're going to ask maybe up to five times. I mean, that's why there's processes put into place to continually kind of follow up with them pretty soon after it was done to make sure that you get what you need out of it. You did your job. You went above and beyond. You made sure everything fit budget, timeline, as best as you could and try to make the client happy as possible. It's the homeowner's job to fulfill what they said when they said yes to you. So do not feel bad. You have to ask. Obviously, if these teens are good with showing me a, a round clipboard asking for a 30% tip on my coffee that was only $3, <laughs> then yeah. you can ask for a review at the end of your hour hours of labor putting in a new furnace unit for somebody like there's complete differences in it just have the same confidence those gen zers do asking for that 30 percent tip okay so on that you deal you <laughs> yeah, yeah you dealing with contractors different size businesses um are you seeing that the spiffs have to go up or is there spiffs for guys that Ooh need to ask for those right because you got that's we always say dave that's a we got dave question. that works at a company like dave's just not a big people person but he does a great job but dave just rather just clean up and leave like mm -hmm. do you put spiffs there on that what do you think about that as far as incentivizing your guys to do this yes like you know small companies like hey man can can, can you help a brother out and then when you got like 50 guys they're like well what do i get for getting five star review you absolutely. know absolutely immediately yeah. it changes right when you hit that number yep. something changes yes and that's kind of the fun part is when you're smaller and it's just you your name's on the truck and you're the one coming in 
you can make this as fun as you want. Like, yeah, would you mind oh, helping a easy. guy out? Like, I just right. had to get new wheels on this bad boy. And your five-star review could <laughs> land three more clients. You know I mean? Like, you can right. really make it funny. And I think the more humanizing you are, people will see that and want to thank you for being that way versus, you know, just flipping the tip screen over. So what I love is I've noticed some guys, even as low as like their first five texts, what they do is they will have monthly competitions between all of their sales guys. And oh, yeah. We love competition, don't we? Mm -hmm. Yep. So, most of us. Yeah. Yeah, most of us. So when they do with them, they'll have kind of like a monthly drawing. So the person who got the most reviews, because they can easily assign the client with, you know, who was servicing them to get that review, a tally board goes up so they can see each other's results as well. And they get a small little reward. And then there's a big quarterly reward they'll do. And then there's a big year reward. So not to say it has to be super, uh, monetary on your end but i mean i have some guys where they'll also say like oh i'll just give the the tech an extra 20 or 50 bucks you know and 20 bucks if they get a review 50 bucks if they get a review and a referral you know like they'll just incentivize them with money and a lot of us hey inflation is a real thing nowadays and we all oh, want to yeah. make more so it's a really great way to kind of get these guys to do it because when you're a bigger company you obviously have to realize they don't give a shit about your business as much as you, the business owner, gives a shit about your business. So right. you are going to have to reward and incentivize your guys to make sure that they're doing what's best for your business. You know, you can obviously check their quality of work. You can easily shadow. You can easily come in afterwards to see if they did what they were supposed to do. You might not always be there to make sure that their uh, in-house conversations are doing and saying what they need to be doing. So yes, absolutely. I think that you should have some type of spiff attached to it. Um, I have other guys that will, as smaller, they will give that bonus to the client given they add that money back into the original invoice, mm, but yep, they'll say, Hey, one. if you leave a review right. while I, while I wrap this up in the truck, you know, if you can, cause they'll have like a little QR code, you know, you scan it, it'll go straight to their Google business page. It'll say, Hey, if you can leave me a review while I'm finishing up the invoice in the truck, um, I'll, I'll knock another 25 bucks off this. If, if that would be okay with you, we're just really trying to grow the business. And I know that people want to be thanked for them doing a nice thing. And this is just our way of thanking you so we can continue to grow. I mean, fuck yeah. I'll take 25 bucks for two minutes of my time just to write something. Right. Yep, they did a great job on time on budget. Thanks. Like, woohoo. Now I get money off. Like, and the funny part about that, as I said, is that invoice already had that extra 25 bucks built into it. So technically I'm probably breaking it back down to zero, you know, it's not an overage, but there's a million ways you can make that work for your business. And the reason I want to give you so many, and hopefully Google is not listening to this podcast too intrusively because these are all things that Google does not stand for. They don't want you to do these type of incentives for getting reviews. They want them to come perfectly organically out of the sky, mm, <laughs> you know, which that happens all the time. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, don't I see, know. I see raining teeth all the time from all the reviews <laughs> that, you know, people were easily throwing out left and right. So yes, they don't really want you to do that. It's not, perfectly a part of the process and their system. However, a conversation that's had in person, Google will not know about. And I mean, yes, your Google Nest might be listening in on the conversation, but it's not going to uh, report it back to corporate to remove get your listing. Wall. Get so that, that being said, like, I'm glad my phone cannot hear this podcast because I got headphones on. Because I, when I go down to the bar later and I hit Google, it's going to be how to, how to grow my business. I mean, that's just where we're at now. Like, oh, that's the truth. oh yes. Um, so yeah, to, to add to that, the, the days of you, your hourly, your hourly rate is you're supposed to just do all this stuff either way. 
that's gone, right? Like we got to have spiffs. We got to have, um, competitions, at, you know, I mean, the last company I worked for was a really large company in Charlotte and I loved that. Like I wanted to be at the top of that list on meeting day, but you're going to have guys that don't care about that, you know? Yep. Well, and that's the- just what's going to be when you grow. That's, I guess you could say that's growing pains maybe, but, um, that's going to happen too. Right. I mean, so some- another thing you talk about the growing pains, another thing I've seen with some of these companies is, and this is where the distribution side kicks in over the last, you know, really, I would say the last five years is when we've seen, um, the push to try to help get your guys to get reviews. Um, because some of it we get from manufacturers wanting to try to help guys support and, you know, and learn how to grow their business and all this other stuff. Unfortunately, there's groups of contractors that seem to think that it's either the distributor or the manufacturer's job to pay the spiffs for them to go and get reviews for their business. That's not how it works, guys. I'm sorry, but that's not how it works. Your marketing budget is part of your business to grow your business. Now, if you're going to partner with a manufacturer and you're going to slap their name all over it with you, then yes, there's no reason to not ask for it. But at the end of the day, and I hate to say this, and this is not to knock on any manufacturer or any business, but if you're going to grow your business, grow your business. Grow your business. Because I hate to say it, well, you might change. You might not. You, that's week. that's yeah. exactly right. Next week, you might not be selling that brand because of one thing or another. Or next year, you might not. Or five years from now, you may make a decision to change because you just you don't like how something was redesigned, or you don't like the direction something's going. And as the contractor, you're free to do that. Right. As much as I would love to say all my customers are my customers for life, guess what? I know they're not. That's why I have to constantly be cultivating new ones, just like Brittany's talking about, cultivating new business for your business. You've got to put in your work for your business. You can't rely on someone else's time or money to do it for you. You have to plan those things in advance and learn how to do it. And sometimes it's harder than not to learn it, but that's why there are people like Brittany out there to help you. There's nothing wrong with asking for help to build your business. And a lot of times we all get proud. I get proud. There's things I don't want to have to learn to ask to learn how to do. But guess what? There's a lot of things I've learned how to do for this show that had I not asked people like Brittany or other people, I wouldn't know how the fuck to do it. (laughs) I wouldn't have a clue. (laughs) Oh, that's Ryan's F-bomb. He only gets one. There it is. (laughs) I'll take the rest of them. The guests are only, yeah, Brittany takes the rest. But it's the truth. Your marketing and your business is about you growing your business. You can't expect someone else to do it for you. Yes, you can go and ask for help. And yeah, you're going to probably pay for the help because guess what? That person had to learn how to do all these things that they're now helping teach you how to do. Nothing in life is free, guys. It's just not. It's got to be planned as part of your business. So looking into 2024, you know, what's your marketing plan? How do you put that together? What are some, you know, if you had to say like, what are three tips if a guy's looking on a budget for things, let's say he's doing nothing right now. If there were three things you could say you need to start doing January 1st, besides asking for reviews, we already know that one's up there, but you know, what are you telling them where they need to start with besides having a consultation with you? Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. I have the first one. (laughs) Set up a meeting with Brittany. I just said that. Okay, go. 
This episode is brought to you by Cajun Joe's Bayou Spice, a delightful blend of over 10 delightful seasonings that come together to create this delicious explosion of Cajun flavor to any dish you wish to add it to. I don't care if it's chicken, gator, beef, pork, anything. It's great on vegetables, great on fish. Use it, appreciate it. Go find it in the HVAC R&D Swag Shop. This original seasoning blend was handcrafted by Cajun Joe himself just over 40, potentially even 50 years ago. It's been a good time. It's been patented in the state of North Carolina since the early 80s. Excuse me. Trademarked. All the proceeds from any of the Cajun Joe spice that we sell goes back to Cajun Joe to help take care of HVAC Rhino's mom who has Parkinson's dementia and it can be a bit of a strain on dad sometimes. So this is something we do for him. So anything you guys do to go in there and buy a couple of couple just different jars and sizes of spice. Dennis was listening, I promise. (laughs) Yeah, and we'll we'll dive in. One thing I was going to back you up on there, Ryden, is the beauty of being a little bit smaller is, again, you can be more nimble. You can make your company bespoke to whatever the hell you want your company to be doing. So if you want to change game plans, you're not having to run this up the flagpole too far. Like it's either you or there's one other person that's like, just do it. I don't want to have to manage it, get it done. And that's kind of where you you need to take those sprints to your advantage because other companies might not get on the bandwagon with that, but they do have the money to back up when they choose to get on that bandwagon. So be nimble, be quicker than them on those aspects is probably one of the best things you can do next year. Um, But physical things I know you can and should be doing. And I'm gonna mention a few of them because some of these are just topics of general. One, you need to be offering financing. And I know this isn't a full marketing tactic. However, with what I'm seeing from my contractors right now and what they're saying is happening in the economy is they are getting more people closed because they're offering some type of financing within their company for these larger purchases for an entire replacement job. Like that's something you need to have and you need to be marketing it as well. Almost everywhere kind of does something like this, but you know, I don't want to have to talk to my bank separately and then talk to you. I'm seeing running to companies will literally go through the process almost with you, if not for you to make sure, Hey, we're going to make sure this gets done. It's approved and we're good to go through it. So like, that's one thing to look at your website. What are you offering that maybe the other guys in your area aren't offering? Are you the only one offering financing? Are you the only one offering a special coupon for first time clients ever? Are you offering a special coupon for referral fees? You know, like what are you doing that's going to kind of help get new clients to close with you? And again, keep people on your list as far as what you're doing. So, and and also on those three right there, you have to be creative with it because a lot of other companies are doing those three things. So how can you differentiate yours from theirs? Absolutely. Well, I still meet guys that, um, depending on their size and we've been pushing fine. Well, cause on this side of the industry, like me and Ryan are on the distribution side. Um, Brittany with marketing, it seems like everybody's doing financing now, right? That's not necessarily They're true. They're still not. They're mm-hmm. still, still not. Them, and, but- Depending on your market, right? If you're rural, if you're up in the mountains, if you're, and you're like, ah, these people can't, you have to offer that. Like it, it's, it's time. And 100% you can't, time. you can't judge a customer by 
how wealthy they look or how wealthy they don't look. Offer financing to everybody. They may not take it, but if you don't offer it, it's 100% guaranteed Even if you don't understand how it it all works. That's it. Yeah, you, you there's there's so many avenues now to help you with that. So, yeah, that's a good one for sure. Yeah, and and kind of look at your website again. Look at everybody else in your area. What do they have on theirs that seems cool to you? And when I say seems cool to you, <laughs> pretend for a hot second <laughs> you are just a homeowner. Like you know nothing about HVAC, plumbing, electric, roofing, nothing. You are just an average Joe working in an average corporate job in America in your home. And you are looking for a contractor to come do some work on your home. And you go to these websites. What thrills you not knowing a damn thing about the industry? Those are the things that I'm saying are cool. You know, I'm seeing a lot more, you know, this works a little bit less with emergency services, but let's just say if a homeowner is really looking for a long time to replace their HVAC unit, they want to know what the process looks like. You know, I mean, this starts at what, 4,000 or all of it for the, probably one of the lowest prices and probably, you know, not great seer and whatever, all the way up to tens of thousands of dollars based on how big your home is, what type of quality you're looking for, everything around it. It can get very expensive. And Homeowners, the more they spend, the more they want to know is what we see happening. And given all this information is at their fingertips. So I've seen a lot of guys more have like process pages on their website. And it's not just a sales process, you know, but it's the entire process. The minute you call us, we will book to come out to your home within 24 hours. 24 hours from that visit, you will have a quote or while at that meeting, you will have a quote for repair or replacement. And if you say yes that day, we can get you booked within 48 hours for that replacement job. And after that, it will be completed in one day. All of the cleanup will be done. And then seven days later, we'll call in on you and check to make sure everything's working as it should be. And after that, please call us if you need your annual maintenance done, blah, blah, blah. Like I can see exactly what it's going to look like. And now I'm probably more sold in your company because right. I see you actually give a shit enough to call me to make sure this is going well. And given if it's not going well, we're probably maybe going to call you, but I might call a different company and say, hi, I worked with this first HVAC company. Nothing's working. Nothing's turning on. None of it's connected. I, I don't even want to call this company because obviously they did a shit job and they just took my money and ran. Like you don't ever want to be placed as that type of company because you didn't nope. do maybe something like a follow-up that you never realized, oh my God, yeah, people like that. It makes them feel comforted that you give a shit. And ooh, guess what? It's an extra time you can ask for a review. Ta-da. Well, the so last time, well, I was going to say last time you were on the show, that, that, that reminded me, like, go out and take some pictures of an install with the, with the, um, the blankets down, actual pictures of people working at your company, right? You said yep. that last show them what it looks like. Um, yes. there's, there's uh John, you know, there he is. He's giving you a thumbs up. You can tell he's working. He's like, Oh God, I really don't want to take a picture right now. Throw that in there and do, like, and you can tell it's, uh, you can tell it's genuine. Well, and that and, was it, you know, and yeah. no post Friday it on your fakery. site. No, don't put that same guy with the hard hat that everybody uses. Oh, on your God, website. Please don't. We know that guy. I'm going to see him one day. With a yellow hard hat, and he's in front of the unit. He's I, giving I you the thumbs up and a safety vest. Yeah, he's never even 
touched an HVAC unit. Yeah. No. Use some, uh, I like that, you know, put that on your website. The process, that's a great thing. Following up, another great. Um, well, the follow-up thing, you know, on our side of the industry, especially in, in my job in distribution sales, the fortune's in the follow-up. Cheers. Cheers. Sorry. Yep. It, it I, is, and that's kind don't of where. pour your wine out. Yeah. It sounds Yeah. Sounds like it's going straight into my mouth at some point. Um, Yeah. I mean, and given I mentioned a few things right now that are, again, all free 99. It just takes time to put together a given. You can work with a marketing company like mine. We can make you a very snazzy website with all of these functions that we're talking about. So a homeowner feels 100% at peace calling you and getting you to come to their home. But this is also where you can go to GoDaddy, Wix, Squarespace, any of these websites, throw up something, please, so they can see you're a little more legitimate. And you could, even if it's not, and that's, I think I made a joke about this with you all before, I don't expect my tradesperson to be the savviest tech guru when it comes to their website no. and their social media. I give less shits about that than I can even tell you all passionately on this website. I just, I don't care. I just wanna know that you are fantabulous at what you do on what I need resolved. I don't need you to have a fancy TikTok account. I need you to fix my fucking frozen pipes, Todd. Like that's all I need, you know? <laughs> that's what I care about. Oh so. yeah, a little, little, little Christmas vacation plug there. Oh, exactly. It's about time to watch that. I just so. watched it last night. I couldn't, I, well, I, so when I you, hadn't got to it yet. I couldn't believe it took that long. <laughs> when you said, when you said go on there, and when you're creating your site, just pretend you're a homeowner. So that's so hard. We we can't, right? That's why one thing marketing is there. We as a contractor, you have to know that you can't be in those shoes, right? Because mm -hmm. if something breaks at my house, me personally, I'm fixing it. I'm I'm fixing it. Period. Like I don't care if it's not if if it's something I haven't done. I'm winging it. I've got a tool somewhere. <laughs> Ryden will tell you. I'm, I'm trying, oh, yeah. right? So, <laughs> so if I was to try to create a site, right, that that tries to reach out to a homeowner, it, it's not going to work. You know, it's not going to work. I can't get in that mindset. Oh, yeah. I, I only hear excuses <laughs> <laughs> as I pour my next glass. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like, as a contractor, you've got to our ego. You know, I say this all the time and this goes in this whole industry. Like guys call me and be like, Hey man, psh, I got something wrong with this system I'm working on. Look, I've been doing this for so I'm like, I, I don't, I don't need your work history. <laughs> like I've been, you know what? It's, it's that ego. But when it comes to marketing, we ain't got it as a tech. We don't have it. You have to reach out and have somebody help you with that because it's just a, it's just a mindset of what when people open their phone up people in marketing know what people are looking for a contractor that's a tech and they're getting better right you probably can say that mm -hmm. as they're getting younger um but they still try to tie it into social media but it, there is still just a raw like marketing side of it right? well and it's one of those you know let's say how can you put yourself, you know, how can you get yourself out of that mindset? And some of these cases, you know, a lot of these guys, their wives are now part of their business. Um, we see so many more contractors that are 
husband and wife teams now than we ever saw before. But if let's say it's a situation, your wife's not in the business with you. She's not involved in the trades. Tell her to go find, just go look at 10 different companies that you think maybe would look good. Just go have her go look at those websites and tell you what she thinks. And I know for a fact, most of us men don't want to listen to what our wives have to say. We don't what? want to listen to it. We don't. Oh, I'm no. out. I'm we not don't. saying that. I'm going to go off. I will, I'm, hey, I'm hey I will fall on the sword for all of you right here. <laughs> but she's, if she's not in the field with you or she's not in your business, you need that outside opinion. And in most cases, she's going to give you a much more honest opinion than if you ask, you know, hey, you know, go ask your buddy Jim who doesn't do this. Hey, man, will you go look at some websites for me? See what you think. Because at the end of the day, your wife knows that what you're doing in your business is a direct representation of what you bring home for her, the kids, the family, whatever the situation. So she's going to, in most cases, give you that more honest opinion because she can look at it from a different set of eyes. And also, I will also say probably 70% of the people that are actually doing the due diligence before you get that phone call from a homeowner is not the husband. It's probably the wife. And she's bitching at the husband to call this person because that's the <laughs> website she liked mm -hmm. and believed in. So you've also got to think about who is your target marketing audience or who's your target audience when you're doing these kinds of due diligence. You got to think outside the box a little bit about where you can really get a better honest opinion. Yeah. And I would say most of my contractors lean to say that the initial phone call is more female than male based. So you well, obviously want to yeah. target who's eventually picking up that phone calling and saying, well, my husband, David can't fix it. So can you all come out and take a look at it? <laughs> you know, David and Todd, you guys suck. Yeah. I mean, contractors uh, are here to Todd. save marriages since what? the early 1900s. I mean, <laughs> this has been a pivotal part of your all's role as a therapist <laughs> and a marriage counselor is what you all do. So think about it. I mean, that's kind of where, what I was trying to say originally is I don't care for perfection because I want you to be good at fixing my problem. I don't want you to be good at doing the newest TikTok dance or making sure that the website is the flashiest and fanciest. Like even the websites we build, they look good. Are they all the bells and whistles? Fuck no, because nobody wants all of that stuff. They don't want all these pop-ups. You know, the live chat pops up in the, the, the exit chat pop-ups on anything. Yeah. Oh, the, the automotive industry might be the worst. Oh if I try to go search for a car, because I'm in the kind of in the market, and I go to a website, and it's like, hey, you want to talk to Lisa? She's there. She she can help you right now. I'm like, it's 1.30 in the morning. No, no she can't. <laughs> Why is this popping up? Like, no, I can't sleep. I'm trying to look for a car. I don't yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this chat this leave. chat is not real. Like, let's just be honest. Come on. Um, stop popping up. I can't and then I accidentally click on it and then it goes and then then it's even worse after that. But um Yeah, so I think I think I think contractors, you know, and I'm I'm trust me, I'm in that boat. The ego needs to go to the side and you say, Hey, I need some help on marketing around here. And uh now one thing with, uh, see, we're going to say one thing a lot on the show. Yep. It's okay. It's built in marketing. Another thing. It's built, it Another is built thing. in marketing. One thing marketing <laughs> is the, the best part of the 
experience when we had our website built was send us all the websites you like. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just take HVAC out of it. Send us all the websites you like, whether it's Red Bull or, you know, NASCAR or NFL or Fox or whatever website you like. And we'll try to incorporate that in there if it works for your business. So that was a, that was a great, that's just a little plug. Well, well and that helps you like, get out of your like ego, that. Dennis, right. is you're no longer looking at your competition. You're just looking at websites and you're like, Ooh, I like this. Ooh, this appeal. Ooh, this is neat. And that's, yeah. So I'm glad now you I'm like a that consumer, part of it. Right. Yes. I'm, no, I'm able to get fun. you out of your head completely just by looking at websites versus you thinking I'm never going to compare to these guys or I don't know what they have thinking they can put that on their website. You know, it. Yeah. It really do you helps. see that? Like guys are like, let me go look at 10 HVAC sites in my area. Yep. Like, I feel like we got to get away from that. You got to, you got to get in a consumer side. Yeah. What, I mean, I was going to say, what's funny is, is, go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say, you go look at, you can go look at the 10 other websites out there and then you go back and look at your 10 competitors and you're like, Oh, they're actually, they're not doing anything near as fancy as I thought they were. And I feel like that can also be like, okay, maybe we can put something together to compete with these guys. I didn't look at it that way. Yeah. And that's, that's what we call competitor research. So you still want to do that. We need to know what the guys in your area have and, and gals who run their own. Well, Cause HVAC every companies. area is different, right? Yes. And that's yes. kind of where like, okay, we, we talked about financing. Let's just say if nine out of the 10 offer financing, well, that means you have to offer financing. Everybody yeah. else is doing it. That can't be the one thing people choose not to pick you for is because you don't offer it and everybody else does. If you also see that only two of the guys do it, we've actually found an area of opportunity. No one's marketing the fact that you have a 0% finance over 12 months with the financing you're using. Holy crap, who wouldn't want to say yes to that? And the best part is you're basically guaranteed that money too because that's going through a third party. Like, there are only benefits for you. And, you know, I'm mentioning a few extra things, but like, you know, we talked about gallery. Yes, yeah, so those, those raw images of what you're doing, the befores and afters, and not that HVAC's always going to have a pretty before and after concept. But if you're in commercial, there almost always is a really yep. dramatic before and after. And really maybe the before and after is for the residential side is when you're able to get the homeowner, if they could sit down for five seconds and just stare at your phone. And while they say, I've never had the house cool down as quick and heat up as quick as it has right now. And it's perfect. Like I'm never too hot, too cold. My wife doesn't want to divorce me anymore. Thank you so much. H A ABC HVAC for saving my marriage. Like what, what would that be the best video testimonial ever? Right. Right. <laughs> Poor Rick and Todd. <laughs> Poor Todd. Todd. Yes. Get, get your life together, Todd. Yeah. So yeah, check, check out those guys. It's just going to give you ideas to see. You might get a little bit of the ego with it, but that's all we ask any other outside websites that are in anything just understand like what do you feel like is the vibe of you and your company that we can help separate you from everybody else in that city because even today i actually gave a strategy for someone who is in kentucky and they are in a smaller area of e-town and although it's only a thirty thousand population and they're targeting a secondary city that was only a fifteen thousand population very small compared to the big cities that I'm located in. Like I'm in Louisville. Like, I mean, that's a million people. And even with that, when I did research on it, there's already 30 guys in the small city. I mean, there's tons ton of them. Yeah. But when I looked at their websites, they were all shit. And I was like, okay, good. So there's competition. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> but there's a, there's a way around all these guys that have been here for years that we can easily utilize 
the areas of weakness that they're not going after. Because yeah, maybe the guys that are in more rural areas aren't talking to anybody close to me. So they're not getting any of these ideas of how to differentiate ourselves and how to make clients repeat clients. All those things really do feed in itself together. And that's kind of where I don't expect it to be perfect, but I do expect you to have your website, which is your 24 hour salesperson for me available at any time I want to ask them a question. And yes, it doesn't have to be a live chat at 2 AM with a representative <laughs> to talk about it, but seeing what your process looks like, seeing reviews on your website, seeing before and afters, all of your services you offer, seeing all of these answers. So therefore I go, okay. And this actually happened to me once where at 2 AM, my water heater broke and was leaking. I sent out three contact forms to three businesses and two of them called me at 8 AM. One never called me, you know, and I was like, damn, I did good research. I can't believe that third company didn't call me. They called me the next day. And I was like, listen, you, it's, it's January. I need hot water. Like, like, did you not reach out to anybody using one thing marketing? Like that just came to you plumbers? No. Oh yes. One of, <laughs> one of the shining stars was one of our clients luckily. So they there didn't call it eight. Cause I almost was like, if it, if it was our client that didn't call me back to the next day, they were getting an earful. <laughs> not that it's just me like i could see you're like maybe britney's testing it but uh, like no they were one of the first ones that called and they were like uh is this the same britney murphy that sold us our website and i was like yeah and i need you to oh, sell yeah, me a water is. heater <laughs> yeah. yeah stat stat yes. right now yes but i mean you know oh. i'll be honest i tested my guys against other guys because i don't know if they're so busy that they were gonna have to wait a couple days couple weeks you know like i mean hopefully it wouldn't be that long but if it was going to be a couple of days, I knew as much as I, I would want to reward my company and work with them. If they're going to push me out a week, homegirl can't last a week without hot water in mm. January. So yeah. I'm going to call a few people, but I did the same process I did as a homeowner. I looked to find information. Once I found enough information that said, this sounds like a reliable company. I submitted a contact form with all my info and basically said in the message box, please call me when you get this in the morning. My water heater broke and ain't it replaced ASAP. I hate the cold. Love Brittany. You know, something <laughs> very <Brittany>. simple. Like <laughs> I'm a nice, I'm a nice gal, but hurry, hurry up. up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and that's what kind of where that website given. Yes. One of the people, the three I called was a client I knew, but the other two were just people who looked like they had good reviews. Their website made enough sense for me to trust them to where I said, okay, I'll go ahead and reach out to these two guys. Cause just in case my client's busy, I, I need hot water. So, that's what I mean by looking on the outside of it. You want to make sure that the homeowner sees what you're selling on your website is what they want to be purchasing. And if you're not giving them any information, then no one wants to buy air. Like they need something tangible to understand, like, what are you going to do? What are you going to provide? And the okay. shittiest part of all of it is the trades have the worst reputation as like fly by night companies or just right. half service job repairs because no one knows how to fix it themselves. You can shine above that. Well, because some of the, you know, depending on the town you live in, there's always a town that has a giant in it, right? And mm -hmm. they could be the best giant company in the town, or they could be, you know, God, don't call them, man. They're really high, and they didn't do a good job. And so, um, yeah, be careful with that. But also, and she kind of touched on a little bit, like, don't think just because you're in a super, super, super small town that the homeowner doesn't have a smartphone, right? Those days yeah. are gone. Like mm -hmm. they're, they're on, they're on an iPad. They're on a computer. They're on their phone. Everything's done on their phone just because, you know, it's, it's one house every six miles. 
doesn't mean you know i was just driving down to the beach uh from from valdez to to wilmington and there's a section of you know highway that's 74 right and probably knows it yep it's like i feel like i'm on the moon like i hadn't yeah. saw a house in an hour <laughs> like yeah it's a little then people confused those people it. still get on their phone and mm-hmm. look up a contractor right like yep, they have to that's where we're at now used to maybe not but now i don't think there's anywhere left that doesn't so um so real quick you don't have to answer in full depth but when you get a call from a small company what are the three questions they ask you like i need some marketing how can i do this how can i do that i need this i need that like what's the top three asks good question yeah um first first question i always get is do i need to be spending time on social media and my answer will vary based on the industry you're in and how much of an effort you're going to put into it because we could sell you social media not that it's a service we offer perfectly right now right but the problem is you have to create the content for us your images your videos or what time yes a lot of time a lot of time and it's something that if it's not, again, built into the process to know to take that before picture and then take the after picture, stand in the same spot, you know, to take a sped up time-lapse video of you installing in a homeowner's house. Just, wow, that was really quick. And I don't see them making a mess the entire 30 seconds of this time-lapse, <laughs> you know, given we just, we just chopped the dog it out. out the front door, like, you know, chasing me down the... <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> Nobody, I'll just be honest, not many people have time to kind of put together what they need to. So my usual answer on this is if you're more emergency service based, which means people are calling you because there's a problem they need fixed ASAP versus home remodeling, which would mean they're contemplating redoing that kitchen or bath for months until finally they get close to a divorce letter. And finally the husband says, we'll redo the kitchen, whatever, you know. When that happens, obviously it's a longer thought process on it. Usually with these emergency services, there's a lot quicker buying process. So we're just looking to make sure, hey, can you do this work? Can you do it quickly? And can you do it within budget? So I might be going to Google to type in HVAC company near me, plumber plumber near me, any of those keywords. I'm gonna first go on those websites I see that kind of usually populate in Google Maps because I can see the reviews. So I can click on those top three people that are all 4.9s and have over 50 reviews. Can look at those, make sure they all make enough sense and I can send out forms to those guys to, hey, call me in the morning to come fix whatever problem it is. Um, I might go from their website to check out their social media, but really I'm only going to check out their social media to make sure that they are somewhat alive. And I don't mean that they haven't posted in 24 hours, but I'm saying they've posted sometime this month. Like I can see some things about before and afters. I can just see things matching up. And mostly I can see that reviews they have on Facebook match what I see on Google. That's that double verification they're, they're doing to make sure that, Hey, like it looks like it's good here, but Ooh, they're, they have 52 star reviews on Facebook. What the hell would they do wrong? You know, you just need to post enough to make sure you kind of show your life. And if that means only once a month, that is what that is better than I would ask for. It's maybe not enough, but if you are small and we just need to do it, it's just to make sure that you are showing people you're alive and some fun culture things about yourself. Even if it's just a one man band, like you talking about in a 60 second video, Hey, so this 
residential homeowner called me. They were experiencing A, B, and C. I came in, did this audit with this fancy tool, found out that they actually have D, E, and F as a problem. And so with just a quick blank change, I was able to fix ABC's problem. And now they're getting cool in the summer, hot in the winter, and they are super happy about it. You know, wow. Okay. That's all I need to see to kind of know a little about you to feel even more confident connecting out to you. So that's one question, the social media side of things. I think that it is ever evolving and something that you should make sure you're creating content to eventually post on there. As I said, even I am now making sure that we are doing that for our company because we have been on the back burner of social media, but it's just a huge way for people to double check what you do, who you are and anyone who already knows you. Because if I can see people I know follow and like you, then I'm more likely well, to also I, follow and like you. I think we've said this before, like, we, we're all on social media and we all follow stuff on our on our phone but mm -hmm. i don't follow anybody that's gonna come out and fix anything in my house yes like, exactly does that make sense like you once again here we are back to the consumer side of it right like consumers are looking at cooking and vacation and this and that they're not oh my gosh do you see that guy last week fix that water heater man if our <laughs> water heater ever goes i'm gonna use him yeah that's not happening it's no, not happening not it's at not all. real at all and that's so, why i joke that I, I don't expect my technician to know the latest viral tiktok but staying alive right like they might go to your social media page when they're getting ready to use you or they're thinking and they're going to go oh yeah last week oh that was cool you know or last month that's plenty i'm, I'm with you there like once a month he's he's active on social media ish right mm -hmm. it's not last two hours ago he posted something else and that's not the consumer side i think that's a good point to make there all right carry on absolutely one other thing i do get asked as well lately and that's the hard part about marketing there is no perfect answer on this but i understand with budgets, what things cost nowadays, and also if people are uncertain about what the future holds for their business, the economy, whatever it may be. I'm getting a lot more questions now kind of asking about guarantees and warranties that this will work. Like I will get 100 leads from spending <laughs> this $5,000, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh. I mean, that's, that's kind of what I'm, what I'm facing right now. And that's kind of where I, I always give a chuckle because trust me, I 100% want this to go over the moon for you. There is no one more competitive in this arena than how I feel about it. And <laughs> I always joke that there's no reason we can only work with two industries in the same city is because we're not pitting them against each other. It's the two of us against every other motherfucker in the city. Like <laughs> we are going to totally dominate them. And the best part is even though we have two guys, we're able to test more things and get these two guys to get results quicker. So with that, how do I make sure that this is working for me and I put my money into the right place? And unfortunately, the answer always comes down to as much as I wish I had a crystal ball, I have no idea what the future portrays with this. I'm building a strategy based on what I have seen from experience will work the best. However, a big portion of this working actually lands on you, the contractor. And one of the things that I have been getting on a soapbox with lately, and this is Maybe somewhat of a marketing tip, maybe somewhat not. It's oh, a basic. But I have <laughs> had many a conversation lately with contractors who are answering only 50% of their phone calls. That is very 
pathetic. If two I leads call that. you and you only get one, well, you're only happy with me about one. I'm ha unhappy with you because I sent you two and you only closed one because you only talked to one. Um, I don't know if you all feel the same way as you're seeing a lot of guys out there don't do as well or if they're, you know, I know we met um, Stephanie with Callzilla. You know, there's a lot of new services coming out that are trying right. to help the trades specifically do a better job of answering their phones. Um, well, so the company, when I, when I started in HVAC, we were small. It was me and one guy. And then we grew it to a few guys. And then, then we went into the, um, uh, I knew I was going to blank out the, uh, uh, what's the call service? Come on, Ryan, help brother out. It's, oh, he's um, refilling. He's refilling. Um, ah, uh, name some, not Callzilla. Um, crap. Name some services. That lead are just services. call answering? No. Yeah, well, so we lead services. Like, we would get these leads, and they just got worse and worse. Oh, like Home worse. Advisor and Useless. Hey, Thumbtack. you just nailed Okay, it. now I woke up. There we go. Home Advisor. <laughs> okay, so we would have Home Advisor, right? Mm -hmm. And ended up being a great, a great thing for us once we started paying pretty heavy mm -hmm. for it, you know. Nothing against Home Advisor, but the leads that were coming in were rough. And yeah, I feel like we, we started to veer off from that and was like, ah, gosh, these are, you know, then you got somebody trying to answer those. Those are coming in separate, right? From regular real calls. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I can see that happening. Yeah. But on your end, coming on, on your end, yeah, that's a, like, look, I can't help you if you're not. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it's building kinda... all these. It's kind of a hard thing just to answer in general because no marketer can promise you results ever. I mean, and if they do, please run from them. Obviously, they are that snake oil salesman that's just like, oh, yeah, we'll get you number one tomorrow. There's no problem with that. You know, right. Run for the hills. You know, obviously, that's not something that's going to be realistic and candid with you and truthful. So that's something we can't justify 100% where will this end but we know we need to do we're going to do everything in our path that's right to get you there and the thing we're trying to do a better job doing some consulting with our clients on is pointing out these things that are glaring issues we're seeing because the leads are going up but their return is not going up because they're not closing enough business so um, I've so I did as I told you I've had some blunt conversations lately so I did talk to one of our painting companies that was only answering half of their phone calls um, unfortunately when it was going to one of the guy's phones, they would, he has Verizon. So it was saying potential spam. So he wasn't answering them. And so while we were in a meeting, the project manager with my company called him. He said, see, these are spam calls we're getting. And she raised her phone. She's like, that's me calling you. <laughs> he was like, oh shit. So, you know, there, the awareness was not there on that side of it. And then one of the other nice blunt conversations I had to have is, with a remodeling company who has a very, very, very sweet office manager who answers the phone. However, just like me, she gets a little excited, talks a little bit too early, and when she picks up the phone, it's not fully connected. So she starts to say the company name, and all you really hint is like, here is the end where it says company. How can I help you? Now, is some <laughs> of that because it's coming through a, a phone number that's tracking where it's coming from? So that's where the delay hits. I know that happened with some of my customers several years ago when they were trying to use a couple different tools to kind of help track or funnel yeah. their calls. Yeah. And so what we do is we turn on what's called whisper messages. So when you pick up the phone, it'll say, call from website, click. 
and then once it clicks, you're connected with that person. So sometimes you might say hi, and then it's like call from Google My Business, and you're like, oh <laughs> shit, you know. So you wait till the click to re say your hi. Um, That's good. That's but, good. Yeah, yeah okay. but the reason I know it's not because of that is because it's it was also the way the voicemail was set up for the company. Like the minute it went beep, she was already halfway through the name. <laughs> like <laughs> so, so unfortunately, I did some call tracking on them because I was like, I just don't understand why they're not closing more leads. These look good, and I was noticing that. I found one voicemail someone left after I had finally listened to the entire voicemail. And the, even the lady that she was like, hi, I thought I was getting a hold of ABC company. Um, hopefully I called the right number. And I was like, oh my God, I didn't think to listen to the voicemail side of it that they have. Cause usually they always answer the phone, but I listened to it. And I was like, oh my God, homegirl is saying it even on the voicemail. So nothing's clear. And that's your first impression. I mean, given your website, all of your marketing's a first impression. Let me not bypass right. that. However, the first time you talk to them is a crucial landing point on your first impression. So the oh, yeah. fact that people are already concerned they didn't call the right place, you're not putting them at ease in the first five seconds. And they might choose to hang up after they hear it because it doesn't sound like ABC HVAC. They just hear, huh, and you're like, oh, no, sorry, wrong <laughs> number. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it's kind of where, I mean, just even, I know it seems so dumb and simple, but like I tell my guys, I said, when it's you and you care so much about this company, I know you're going to go above and beyond to answer every single phone call you can and to make sure that that client, potential client is happy. You're closing them. And I know when it's the main guy that owns the company, there is a lot higher close rate because obviously, as we said earlier, he gives the most shit above anyone on how this company does. Right. As right. you grow, as you add more people to your team, they, unless it's your wife, who obviously is, you know, as dedicated as you are and most likely right most of the time as well, you know, <laughs> she's doing a damn good job for you. But anybody outside of that, you do have to have just that check in of quality assurance. Are they doing the same things you would have done in that position? So even though they may be nice, is Nancy answering the phone and not sounding the nicest that day? Or is she cutting off half the words or does she just go one thing marketing? And you're like, first off, did you say one thing marketing? Cause it just sounded like one thing marketing, but also you sound a little pissed. So I don't know yeah, if like, I want hey, you. <laughs> hello, how's it going? Yeah, yeah. I don't want you selling me a website. So all of those impressions really go together on this. So that's kind of where, yes, like, we want to make this sure that this is giving you as much of an increase on your business as possible. And the way we make our strategies is we, after a while, we want to make them very flexible so we can adapt to the changes that are going on. But I can be the most resourceful and adaptable person to your strategy as possible. But when I find things like that, that happen, which have happened in the last six months and I've had these sit downs with them, I'm obviously very nice to you about it. But the minute you realize that it's not your fault, I'm going to be a lot more of like your mom on you. Like, this is your company, Joseph. Don't make me go mom on. If, if you want company, this company Joseph. to grow, <laughs> you better answer the damn phone, Joseph. Yes, Cajun Joe, answer your phone up. Exactly. We're going to turn the water well, so heater the, off on you. This yeah. next generation, right? They're they're all about that. Like they will they will drag you through the mud on some reviews. I mean, mm -hmm. they love this next generation of homeowner, which in my trainings, when I'm training techs, I'm like, "Listen, this is not my parents we're dealing with, okay? We're dealing with 25 to 35-year-olds. It's a different person. <laughs> I mean, you know, I always tell guys, like, my dad's like, as long as those two numbers line up on the thermostat, he's happy. He don't he don't know what he, his humidity is. He don't know what the decibels are, how loud it is. He don't give a shit. 
but this new homeowner does. And when it comes to the reviews and the, oh, wow, she, she sounded like she wasn't really having a great day. Like, I, I just don't know if I'm going to use them. Like, that's where we're at. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know, if Brittany, if you're seeing that more, you know, we, we've been saying this all year on our podcast, like the homeowner is changing. They are. For sure. They are. And I mean, a few of it, as we said, they have information directly at their fingertips. So anything they're questioning, they can Google search that, find the answer and ask you why you're not doing that. You know, like right. they are a lot more educated than they were previously. And because of that, and I think this is a good thing. You know, I, I think their expectations have increased. And a lot of times those expectations are mainly around communication. And as much as we That's joke that, point. you know, the younger they get, the more they don't want like direct face-to-face mm -hmm. -face contact. And that's but why they do want they do connection. Want it. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's yeah. why, you know, the, the text messaging services that are all out there, like even those are good things just to have those follow-ups to let someone know, Hey, maybe you had to schedule them two weeks out. You know, you had to place the order. It, it takes a week to come in. And then after that, you're still busy. It's high prime season. The temperatures just changed. Everybody's AC broke. And there's somewhat of a little bit of a waiting list. Just that constant communication with just them. Just reach out. Yeah. Right. I, you know, those touch points help calm them down and help keep them working with you versus contacting someone else who was like, Oh yeah, I can be there tomorrow. You know, and they're splashing in with a used <laughs> furnace, you know, like, you know, you, you never, that happens, you know, splashing people, in. I love that. In. Yeah. I'm thinking of just really great hydraulics on this truck, <laughs> but we want it. We need it. You know? And as I joke, luckily, you know, my, my dad was a pipe fitter for 30 years. He's a very handy man. Although the weirdest thing is he will not touch any plumbing in my home or electric. So he's scared you're going to rip him. I think a, he does not want a bad Google review. No, he's scared you're going to rip his ass. Oh no. He, if he knew he could flip that tip screen over at me. Oh yeah. He'd be doing the, that all the time for his service. Oh, the tip screen. Yeah. No, I mean, he wouldn't like to touch it. Luckily my husband now is, completely as uh very knowledgeable as my dad is and he's he knows i will stare at him until he helps me with it but, see there it is your dad's like i don't want her to rip me yeah you know <laughs> but like he he didn't want to do those types of things and i mean it forced me to have to sometimes reach out to a contractor to get these things done and this is just my perspective but i do think this goes with a lot of homeowners and especially again that higher price point is going to involve and incorporate more of these personality right. traits from them as well. I was expecting to be able to get as much updates as what my dad gives me. You know, my dad has helped me with a lot of things around the house when I first bought it eight years ago. And one of the things was he was helping me create a sidewalk of pavers around my backyard to be able to get to my trash can very nicely. Turned out beautifully. My father would take a picture, progress report each day. Progress he, report. He, yeah. You know, finished 12 <laughs> feet today. Doesn't it look nice? And I would write back, it looks fantastic, dad. Thank you. You know, and like the next day, <laughs> he like got the, he got, got the turn. You want to get 15 tomorrow. Yes. You know, he's like, got 50, you know, got, you know, the other day it was a little hot. So we had a few more beers. So we only got six feet done that day, you know, <laughs> but like I got progress reports on what was to be expected. He was like, Hey, I counted out the tiles. I don't think we have enough pavers to get to the end. So you need to go buy more. And I was like, okay, how many more do I need? He was like, shit, let me go repair. You know, yeah. like, <laughs> Hang on, let me get a yeah, you know, he had another beer between that time with it, you know, but like, <laughs> because it was my father, you know, I, obviously there were some more variances around it, but like, I, like, still want yeah, I wanted what he was giving me and I didn't feel bad asking for it. Cause A, it's my father. I can call or text him on the blue whenever I feel like it. But also 
he is working on something that I'm, you know, this my, it was my first home. Like I, yeah, but people now, if they're paying, absolutely. And those numbers are up there. Here like, you are hitting it on the head, Dennis. Yes. They're paying and those numbers are getting up there, which is great. I love it for the trade, right? When I moved to Charlotte from Atlanta, like I'm like, oh wow, these tickets are up here in Charlotte. Like North Carolina's got it going on. Um, but there's, there's something that comes with that, right? Like a $15,000, three ton change out. That's a lot of money. I mean, which is a lot of that's added a, expectation. <laughs> that's a lot of money. And it's like, Hey, what, what am I getting for 15 grand? Mm-hmm. Not just a, uh, four hour in and out, wham, bam. And I'm out done. Here you go. Like, you know, it's a process. It's a, an experience. They want an experience. They want where we're at different times oh there it is making it rain yeah that was the last part of it so (laughs) let's get these our tips out before i forget them (laughs) wrap it up tips turn the screen around start start winding it down (laughs) yeah here how about i give my last tip because actually because of your show definitely went over like three to three to five you've crushed it on here but we don't want we want to make them call you well, I have just the best last tip. Well, they don't do now. That. They have to. They just listen to this podcast. Yeah, you got to call Brittany. Yeah. Have I not cussed enough to earn your trust, people? <laughs> yes. The show will definitely be more right. explicit. Yes. Absolutely. It always is when Brittany shows up, unfortunately. I've had to, I've had right? to do a better job of asking in any podcast I show up on. I'm like, are you okay with cussing? Because my father did raise me, so uh, I kind of cuss like a sailor and like a pipe fitter. So is that okay? Okay. <laughs> It's a little bit hard to turn it off, but I did want to give one last tip um, because I think that this is something that it's not new, um, but with a lot of our clients, we have made some shifts with and we are seeing phenomenal results with, and this is something that you can set up on your own if you'd like, but I do have a special offer as well for any of the HVAC R&D listeners. Um, Please try LSA ads. They stand for local service ads. Have you all heard of them? No. No. You've heard of Google Guarantee, right? I've heard yep. of that, yes. So those are local service ads. Um, uh. The beauty, so Dennis, you and I bitched while Ryden was refilling his beer, is the companies like Home Advisor, Angie's List, Thumbtack, all of these bullshit companies right. sell you an HVAC lead for 50 bucks, and they also sell it to five to 10 of your mm-hmm. other best friends in HVAC mm-hmm. in your area. And you all are basically pitted against one another to see who calls the soonest and who has the best impression on the phone to close the deal. That's unfortunately how lead generation and those lead websites work. Right. With Google guaranteed, it is actually, you are only paying for that lead when it is a direct call or a message to you and your business. So as I said, you do got to answer the phone but with these Google guaranteed ads, you are paying probably the same about that $50 per lead, but they are calling you directly. So as long as mm. you know that you answer the phone and you do a good job of asking what their concerns are, scheduling the next thing you need to do for your sales process to get them to close and convert with you, we are seeing a lot of our guys add this on as a different marketing funnel to just expedite what they're trying to do in scale. So if they are adding in a new service or they're testing waters in a new city or an area that's, you know, maybe 20, yeah, 30 miles satellite. away. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, cause we talked last time that basically the number one ranking factor for Google to show up number one in the maps is your proximity. 
So if I'm on top of your business searching for you, you're most likely going to rank number one for me because that's the number one ranking factor. So therefore, if a business you're trying to get some, you know, 30 miles out, which for some places isn't a long drive at all, if especially if it's expressway, you know, right. they want to be in that business, but they don't have an office out there. You can utilize LSA ads so beautifully where you can pick the exact service and the exact zip codes you want to be in. Why I also love these is because you can dispute bad leads with Google guaranteed ads. Mm. Meaning like if you're an that. HVAC company and someone calls and says, Hey, um, you know, my furnace was not vented out. There's a lot of condensation from it. And I need basically my, my roof fix because of it. You can say, okay, are you looking for a replacement for your furnace or out venting? They go, no, I need someone to fix the roofing part, but you're an HVAC company. I thought you could fix that. You would say, sorry, we do not offer roofing services for that. I can recommend ABC roofing down the street, but I'm so sorry. We do not offer that. And they go, oh, okay, thanks. I'll, I'll give them a call. You yep. can yeah, you dispute that lead. That. Yep. You can dispute that lead and say they were not asking for a service that you had listed your advertising for. And, or if someone's calling from a city that you don't want to do business out in, you can dispute those leads day in and day out and you can get that money back. So that's kind of the beauty of it is not that you're going to close every lead perfectly with any type of marketing. But if you know that ideally you can close seven out of 10 leads that you get because you just have the best process and onboarding with these clients and sales procedures, then this is just allowing you to get closer to those 10 calls that you want to be able to convert seven of those guys to actually give you business. It's getting to be a point where the ROI of that is getting very close to actually like search engine optimization rankings, which is what we kind of oh, wow. focus on more. You know, hmm. if you can land in the maps and if you can land organically, you have a such higher conversion point for your website and your marketing. Google guarantees is getting a lot closer to it just because well, of that aspect like, of the dispute. I, f I feel like the new, the new homeowner will look into the dispute, right? Like we said, like they won't just look at a bad review. They'll look at, well, what happened? And they'll start. You know, see I'm bad. If, yeah, I'll, I'll read comments on everything. I like did that. anything to fix it. Yeah. And they're like, oh, okay. Well, actually it wasn't the contract. Well, that's, but that's actually the review side guys. So like, yeah, you can get your right. clients to leave your reviews on there, but the disputes actually you straight disputing with Google. Hey, I don't want to be charged for this lead. They were not asking for my services or oh, they were okay. not in my area. I got you. Yeah. So that 50 bucks you can get back. So that's oh, kind of the beauty okay. of it is you, if you know, if you know, within yeah, 10 gives calls, the contractor, a you know, a safety net that we don't normally have is what she's saying. Yes. Yeah. So if, if you know, if out of 10 calls, you close seven, but you need seven new clients a week, then all you have to do is budget 500 bucks a week because 50 times 10 is 500 well, bucks. Well, I will You'll say like, this is probably eight to 10 years old, which is kind of old. But when we were rolling pretty heavy with a home advisor, like, to get to the point where the homeowner was calling and we were, it was coming directly to us. We were in the like four grand range a month. Yeah. I mean, I'm just throwing that out there. Like that was in Atlanta and those leads still weren't great, but they were directly to us. Right. And they were on all change outs, but, um, that's expensive. You know what I mean? Like we, we just felt like we had to keep paying more to get the better. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I, and I, if I remember correctly, I don't think with Home Advisor and Angie's list, you can filter by zip code or city as well as you can with LSA. No, 
No, like we I didn't know what the hell we were doing. Yeah, no, I we mean, you just, just you kind of pick a city, and they're just like, okay, we'll send you <laughs> yeah. anything, right, yeah. Dennis? Atlanta, <laughs> yep. like, come on, like, I mean, we, you know. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, yeah, they're crushing it over there <laughs> on that side. Um, but yeah, no, I, that's a that's a definite pro tip right there. Yeah, something sure. you can start very quickly, and the only thing that's making Google guaranteed taking a little bit longer to get in place is they do background checks. So obviously. They're guaranteeing up to $2,000 of an insurance policy basically for these homeowners, which makes it more of an incentive for them to use the Google guaranteed because they feel yep. a little bit more trustworthy, you know, but there is a background check. You do have to show licensing and insurance to be approved with it. Uh, but we're just seeing our guys that do a very good job answering the phone and converting clients, really loving it because it's a, just a perfect supplement to their website ranking. Is Dang, that's like half the guys I know are out. They can't mm -hmm. do that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's beautiful. We absolutely love it. Um, and the offer I'm going to give all of your listeners is if this is something that you have no clue and don't want to even dabble in trying to figure out yourself how to set it up, we do offer this as a service to set up, you know, and if it needs to start at the very beginning, we can set up your Google business listing for you, which you do need to get approved for the LSA ads because they do base your um, get Google guaranteed off of your Google business listing where your reviews are housed now. They'll pull some of those reviews off and you'll also get reviews just for your LSA as well. Um, so we can do everything from getting that business listing done, but mainly what I'm talking about as well is getting your process approved, getting that background check through. Not that if you have a dirty record, I can expunge it for you, but most people I would say are pretty clean. We can get you through that fairly quickly. Um, but we can just help you set up these ads and get them turned on ASAP. So um, it's actually, we're running a sale on it. So it's only $9.99 if you would like to get those things done. So we're offering a sale for Google guaranteed ads. We're offering a sale for getting your Google business listing up, claimed and verified so you can get more reviews on it. And then as we said, reviews are so important. The extra thing we have is we can also, we have a sale as well on our review management service to help you get more reviews, respond to those reviews on your behalf. And when you get a negative review, I won't be drinking a sip of bourbon before I answer it. We'll, we'll be very level-headed for you to make it run as seamlessly as possible. So that's there the thing go. for all the HVAC R&D listeners we're offering. And I know that this podcast probably won't be up live until... No, this Friday. This Friday. Hell yeah. So 22nd. Yeah. So I know the editing guy. He's good. Okay, good, good. I, I know he <laughs> yeah. can be slow sometimes. He's solid. You know. Oh, you mass, mass, mass. with enough beverages, good to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, I'll run the sale to the end of January for anyone that mentions they come from this podcast because we obviously want to make sure that our trades guys are doing well. And these are just some very quick marketing nice. things you can do as a very small business off the top. I mean, it's only a thousand bucks, guys. Like you can easily get these things under the belt. So that way they're working for you and you can start to hopefully grow the business and work on the business versus in the business constantly, if that's your goal. And you just got two, almost two hours of what uh, payment price? For the... Three ninety nine. You just got almost two hours for yeah, $3.99. Yeah, $3.99. Call yeah. Brittany, spend $9.99. <laughs> that's the first time I've heard that. Is that weird? Like I've never heard. No, that. It's am, I, am I weird that I have heard of it and say it, but y'all haven't? No. Come on. Well, you're marketing. No, that's true. Maybe. Maybe. Free ninety nine. Yeah. I'm gonna use that. 
If my wife asked me how much the new set of irons just cost, I'm like, they're free 99. She's like, so they were $399? No, they were free 99. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. I had a coupon. And she'll be like, oh, God, thank God I used the coupon. Because <laughs> if I would have said no, I didn't use the coupon, she would have cussed me out. Yeah, That's and there true. there all are also other free ninety nine episodes on this podcast where I have gone into depth a little bit more. We've gone on there some are. other topics there as are. well, so you can always search my name on here and see. There are times we've drank together, and I've been bitching about the marketing that I want my trade <laughs> contractors to do. Make trades. I'm gonna tell you what the the live show at AHR so was. Good. If anybody, you you spit out so many nuggets on that show, and I think. I feel like it got missed because it was live. Um, no, you got to go back and listen to that. Like you dropped some, some bombs on oh, that yeah. one. Like yeah. I wasn't expecting that, but yeah, I feel like this trade or any trade, that's not our forte, right? I can fix a furnace, but trying to get in front of folks is a, is a whole different thing. And it's moving real fast. I feel like. No, it is. And that's why we always offer free strategy sessions. So even if you just want to know what a game plan could look like or the first step you should take, please always reach out to me. Go to our website. We've mentioned it a million times so far. OneThingMarketing.net. <laughs> uh, one more thing. <laughs> one, one, one thing. One, 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 one thing. thing. Yes. Yeah. But please go to that website, book a free strategy session and just let us brainstorm together what you could be doing. I am not a high pressure salesperson and I don't even like to call myself a salesperson. I'm an educator. So I will educate, I will yell at you, I'll be blunt or I'll be very sweet and say, this sounds good, so please do this. You know, like whatever you need to have happen, whatever kick in the butt you need, I'm more than happy to get you there because we, we need more support in the trades. I don't wanna see these big conglomerates own every single trade company because I'm seeing more and more get bought out Yep, by big yep. names every single day and it, point. it makes me sick i mean given i can't work with those guys anymore because you know they have a national company that's doing shit marketing for them but it's yeah it's cookie cutter right it yeah. is and it's it's losing I they like think that they're touch. doing good marketing right mm -hmm. but they're actually probably not yeah and i know it just gets spit into a little cog that they're i like, feel yeah, like homeowners are smarter than box. That. that's how it works yes yeah homeowners are smarter than that now they see something that's like they hit Google and they start typing HVAC and the same company is four swipes down. I feel like that's a red flag. That's too much. Yeah. I just saw that at the bar. I was trying every, every town I go to, I do that. I'm just curious, you know, well, I'm in sales too, slightly. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm swiping. And I'm like, golly, that company's crushing that. But it's like you know it's that company though right like the middle the small to middle guy it, it's i don't know it's it, it just hits different so like you said like that big cookie cutter style um yeah there's a there's a bunch of people getting bought out that's a whole nother thing it is and i think that especially in my area a lot of homeowners want that small business to survive they feel that it's a lot more custom it's more personalized yeah. yeah yeah so i mean we everybody is in favor of it just no one's helping out i think in the ways right. that they need to be helping out so uh that's kind of definitely what our mission is and i joke that as much as i'm kind of glad that my parents didn't want me to go in the trades because of how hard my father had to work um 
damn, it's it's a great area to be in. And there is so much more job security in that than there will ever be in marketing. Although I might be creative and have fun with this. You're still in it. You're still in it. Give it back. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but <laughs> I, I find yeah. what you all do very intriguing. And maybe that's just the outsider's effect because my hands aren't covered in grease every single damn day doing what you all do. But that's kind of where like I respect so much what you all have to do. And I think a lot of homeowners really do as well. And the ones that don't, fuck them. They're, they should go to the big company and get <laughs> screwed right. over. Even fish that's heads. Right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, so, but that's not who we're here to entertain. Remember guys, like we know who our target client should be. Go after those guys. There's not everybody can be perfect, but you know what you stand for. And people who will start to know you will understand that brand you are creating and want to stand by it as well. There you go. Well, are and, you going to HR? Oh, dang, you took the words out of my mouth. Um, Unfortunately, I will not be in Chicago this year. You're gonna come, uh, come see. I know the weather's gonna be 25. Uh, hell yeah, I will be way more down for that. Yes. There you go. Absolutely. You go. Um. Yeah. Take us out, right? I was gonna say. Also, if you don't want to go directly to their website, you can also get to One Thing Marketing through the Platinum Sponsors area of the HVACRND.com vendor hub. Take a look at some of some of their handiwork. And then get a hold of Brittany. It'll just get you even more pumped up to, to contact and reach out and start working on your business with her. Um, I hope that. Wait, so so don't judge one thing marketing on our swag that's shop true. that has. That's true. Um, beer pong sets on it. Actually, do so. judge them. <laughs> All right. Do so judge them ahead. on that. <laughs> that's creative marketing. And bottle openers. All right, go yes. ahead. Sorry. Yes, beer pong bottle openers. Go check out the new swag in the swag shop. Uh, while you're on the way to the vendor hub and then get a hold of Brittany. I promise you, you will not regret, regret, I can't even say the right word, regret having a conversation. Um, because even if it's just a conversation, I promise you, you will get a lot out of it. Um, but go and spend some time with Brittany, take your time, have a phone call, figure some stuff out for your business, help you do new things and grow in 2024. And you know, thank you for listening. We really appreciate all of your time. As always, like I said, go and register for AHR. Or excuse me, go to AHRExpo.com. Get registered. If you're going to go into Chicago, come see us. We're in the podcast pavilion Monday and Tuesday from 1 to 3. And then on Wednesday, we'll be on the floor in the morning with the workforce development students. I know you guys saw some more social media posts come out about that this week. It really is one of the coolest things we've gotten the opportunity to be involved in. So we're really grateful to Bosch, to Insight, to AHR, to Keystone Sales, and especially Keystone Sales for supporting us and all the things that we've done that's helped us get to a point to be able to go and do something as cool as we did with AHR. You know, we couldn't have do so many things without the backing we've had from Bob and that whole team. So I really appreciate that, as well as the support we've had for Brittany because she's been with us A1 to day one. So thank you for that too. But Hell like I said, yeah. go to hrexpo.com, get registered. <laughs> I know I'm rambling. Follow the booths you want to see on the app. Come see us at the Bosch booth. We'll be there at some point, either Monday or Tuesday. It is S8188. Also come check out us and our buddy Brian at the AC Products booth, S8695. Any other information you can find either on ahrexpo.com or on hvacrnd.com. Go follow us on social media, Instagram and TikTok at hvac.rnd, Tradehounds, Facebook, and LinkedIn as the HVAC R&D Podcast. And for anything else, you know, listen to the show, check out the website, come back and see us. Well, Thanks for listening, first of all, crew. 
Yeah, Brittany, thanks for dropping some huge nuggets on everybody. My always pleasure. great. Absolutely. Yep. I feel like you always let a little bit more out. You just. I'm just like an onion, guys. You just have to peel me back slowly with with shots of alcohol (laughs) (laughs) over a two-hour podcast. I'll eventually (laughs) let it all out. So it was good to drink with you again, and uh, hopefully we'll catch up soon. Yes, as always. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Britt. All right. Too much is not enough All this liquor in my cup Got me dancing